Network. This show brings the temperature of sports to a whole new level. Whether it's a local opinion or a national agenda, everything is fair game. Remember, everyone has an opinion, but only few can back it up. Now sit back, crank up the volume, and if you think you can handle it, get ready for the heat. And welcome in, everybody, to Heat Ratio Live, episode 153. I'm your host, Tony Jason Cotillo, joined by my man, Mikey Googs. We're going two for two tonight. We're just going solo. Me and Mikey Googs, we're going to talk a little Phillies, little Eagles, talk about ultimate stiffs. We're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, you know, speaking plenty, of which, Plenty of those around. <laughs> plenty of those. Well, and, and we're talking every. We're talking players. We're talking coaches. Whoever's on the map. We don't even care. Uh, but let me get a couple things get off my chest real fast. Let me give a shout out to Yingling, uh, who who sent us a really nice caring package. We're actually going to do some uh, some stuff with Yingling in the very near future. Um, uh, going to get to interview their owner, which is pretty cool. They have actually a few daughters that actually take care of the company. And her name is Wendy. So Wendy will be a part of Heat Ratio Sports. We got some other interviews lined up. I got Alexa Ross coming from Rochester, New York. She covers the Buffalo Bills. We're going to break down the draft a little bit with her. Um, listen, Matt Lombardo for NJ.com, who covers the Giants. We're going to get his take on Kenny Galladay and Daniel Jones. Uh, a lot of good things happening here at Heat Ratio Sports. And let me not forget, keep an eye out for National Bobblehead Museum. This is what it's all about right here. National Bobblehead Hall of Fame. We're doing some really cool stuff with them. Okay, we're giving away Joe Lenardi, two Joe Lenardi bobbleheads, two Sister Jean bobbleheads, individually numbered, handcrafted, certificate of authenticity straight from the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame. And we're going to be doing this all year long. They're Every time they come out with a limited edition, we are going to get two for us to give back to you. So we're going to be doing some really cool stuff on this show. But that's all for me right now. Let me get the mic. What's up, Googs? Well, it's been a uh, it's been another interesting week. So I know that uh, the bobbleheads and the, and the yingling, really cool stuff. Um, happy to be a part of that. It's amazing, amazing. Uh, but getting into what we know we're going to go right to, um, you mm. know, our, our favorite, our favorite friend, Mister Howie Roseman. Yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't go out with that. We can't go on without talking about Howie, right? Now we have to. Yeah, there he we, is. There's the right, genius. There's Howie. There he is. Yeah, and he wants to be on the phone mm-hmm, with Joe yeah. Flacco. Yeah, making because deals. We have a new backup quarterback, Mike. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, welcome, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Should uh, proudly welcome Joe Flacco, local boy, right? Local boy, Mister Joe. Uh, you know, I, I know you I, like it. I know yeah. you like it. Just tell me you like it. I I do like it. I do like. Oh, it. that's fine. I like it. I, I and I listen. I don't expect the guy to play, right? I don't expect the guy to play, but he did help Lamar Jackson. He did. So we have to remember that. And like you said earlier, he's a local boy, right? So we don't have any hate against Joe. No. But you do have to wonder, though, you know, are there more pressing needs than that? Mm. Um, what's happening right now? I see a lot of rumors going around. I mean, all last week, the talk was Deshaun Watson and all this stuff floating around about how Howie would mortgage the farm again to to get Deshaun Watson. Um, 
look, regardless of whether or not that's true, it started somewhere, right? So now yep. those rumors are floating around. You're supposed to be behind Jalen Hurts because there's rumors floating around thinking that, you know, everybody is saying that he's the guy, you know, uh, Carson, uh, he left. It's Jalen Hurts' team now. You know, the owners are behind Hurts. First of all, nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows if the owner, owner is behind Hurts, if Howie and the owner are behind Hurts. We don't know what's happening. But let's just roll it back for a minute. Let's just pretend that you're Jalen Hurts. What are you thinking if you're Jalen Hurts now? That's let's a good point. Let's That's talk about that. Point. And here, hold on. Here's breaking news from John Clark. Here we John go. Clark, right? Here we go. And, and shout out John. I like John. Right? Of course. Got a new podcast called The Takeoff, doing some good things. Love John Clark. Solid dude. Eagles say Joe Flacco will not only be a backup, will compete for the starting position with Jalen Hurts. Are you kidding me? Okay, so I rest what, my case. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't even read that report. I didn't even right. read it. So I rest my case, right? Complete. Well, at least we know one thing about the Eagles' inconsistency. The consistent, they'll always be consistent on being the dysfunctional Eagles. Now, this what the hell Hurts. is that? Who knows? Who like, knows? you seriously sold Joe Flacco? That he is going to be a competitor? Really? Like, <laughs> like oh my God. Did, did, did they really do that? Or did they say that because they wanted to motivate Jalen Hurt? Who knows what's going on? I mean, I don't even, you know, you, we could just sit here because, you know what? The first 45 minutes of our shows throughout the year, uh, specifically during the pandemic, was just a destruction on Howie Roseman. Right, it's a destruct. Andre, you're right. What's up, Andre? What's up, Al? And you know what, Andre? I should have went to the whiskey tonight because this report is going to drive me right back to the tequila again, man. This is I'm trying to lay off that stuff. But when you hear shit like this, what are you supposed to do? It's ridiculous. Oh, here's the here's the next breaking report. Eagles have hired Press Taylor as as the new assistant offensive coach. I this is this is this is comical. It really is. I mean, and, and again, it, it it goes with the entire narrative that these like I I what like what are you trying to do to Jalen Hurts? Like, look, like, I mean, this this is what our franchise is right now. Well, minus like, one. Like, I right, dogs out, crushers out, right? But you know, like w- number one, Jalen Hurts has faced the most adversity I've ever seen at not not only a collegiate level, but at a professional level. And he's handled it with the utmost professionalism. He's won a locker room. He went out there and he played when everybody doubted him, whether it be in Oklahoma, Alabama, Philadelphia, doesn't even matter, right? And so you bring Joe Flacco in to say, hey, by the way, Jalen, this is going to be your competition. He's going to push you for a job. Like, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. And what do you, you know what? Where's Sariani? Where's he at? Hey, hey, Nick, is this your guy, Nick? <laughs> I, milk I, carton. That that dude's on the milk carton. He's on the side of a milk carton. He's completely missing in action. No one knows what's going on with this guy. I mean, they let him out of the house for a minute to play with the reporters, and he destroyed that press conference. It was a complete joke. I mean, it's just so easy to sit here and just throw bombs at the Eagles all day long. And I don't want to do it, but they give you unlimited ammunition. Like this report on Flacco, come on, man. I mean, did they even have to say anything? 
they could have just said they could have they could have said nothing. He was available. We needed you know uh, some veteran leadership on her. Yeah. I mean, a good support mechanism or something. Get behind Hertz, but now they're not. That doesn't show that they're behind Hertz at all. What does no. it show? Al, you're right. I, I think you're kidding me. Like Andre says, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm like, bro, what's going on in Philly? Really? Right? This is how we thought this season go. Exactly. Like, you know, it's different if you go out and you get Deshaun Watson, right? Obviously. You're okay. You're, you're, okay. Right? You know that. No problem. But you're bringing, like, it, you know what? Like, even, even, <laughs> I mean, even to what? a midget of <laughs> maybe you bring in Fitzmagic. And you say this, right? Just maybe, right? Because of what he did, Joe friggin' Flacco. Like, I, I no, no, no disrespect to Joe, but come on, are we not past this right now? I agree this with is, you. Uh, this is a joke, man. It's a joke. It's a joke. You could, like you said, you could self its magic a little bit. I mean, right. you could say based upon what he did, but to announce that Joe Flacco is going to be competing for the starting job. After everything that we went through and all of the drama and the pick on Hertz and everything else and all the crap that we've been sold, what do you really believe now? What's going on with that organization? I mean, you can't sit here and say, well, there's a plan and they've planned to do this and they knew Carson was leaving. Anything that you can put together that resembled somewhat of a smidget of a cohesive plan in the beginning of the year is completely thrown away with that last announcement. Yep. 100%. 100% agree. Completely. It's gone. Gone. Like, and, and you know what? Coming into this show, I was excited in a sense that not, I, I shouldn't say excited. I kind of looking forward to a new era. Okay. I'm tired of the Carson. He's gone. Let, let's stop worrying about Carson, right? I'm not worried about Carson. I didn't want to see Nick Foles. I figure, you know what? I thought this would happen if you brought in Nick Foles. Why well, didn't want Nick Foles? But now you bring, I figure, all right, cool. We got a backup in Flacco. Now this comes out. It's ruined my whole freaking night now. Ruined, it ruined my whole mojo thinking about the Eagles. But what's the, what's the point of it? Like, what's the end game of this? Do you think that they perhaps they wouldn't have been able to sign Flacco? I yeah, mean, like Mike, Mike says, Flacco made less last year, went 0-4 as a starter. The cat went down, and now a year older. That's a great point. They're paying boy, him boy, more. Mike. Thanks for checking in, Mike. Than he made last year, and he sucked. He was terrible. 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 So what's what, why do this? I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Andre says is there a pipeline at the University of Delaware players, so you can pay them sixty year, sixty thousand a year instead of millions. I'm ridiculously confused by this move. Yeah, join we the crowd. Nobody, nobody understands anything. Nobody can. Is there anybody that can put any type of viable reason for them doing this? No, not not. I could see him having a reason if he was going to be a veteran leader. And a backup before. Uh, I'm sorry. Right. I meant before no, that. Right. Before that announcement. Yes. Before and and now it just confuses everything. It just confuses everything. One hundred percent. Everything. I it, you know if Joe Flacco wanted to start, maybe he should have went to Miami, or maybe he should have went. I don't know. Go somewhere where 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 the quarterback situation is a little less, a, a little more cloudy, a little more murky than it is here in Philadelphia. How can anybody consider him a starter? Well, how about this point? How about Jeff Lurie coming out a couple weeks ago? Now, what's go? Think about that. Saying we're not getting competition for Jalen Hurts. He's our guy. Remember? Now, oh, of, course. Uh, of course, right? So, talk about this function. 
N- now you got this guy coming out saying he's competing for a starting job. I mean, say whatever you want. Anything that they oh. say, you can't believe because no. not only are they, they're dysfunctional, they're incompetent, and you can't trust anything that comes out of anybody's mouth when anybody says anything over there. I mean, how about if you're a player, right? And you're taking a paycheck from this organization. I mean, they're your employer, right? You're depending on them. How do you look at the leadership of this company and have any type of faith in anything that they're saying? I mean, is it just a complete joke? What's the real relationship between Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman? If you crack that riddle, I'm sure everything else will really come into play and start to make a lot of sense because anything that they're doing right now makes zero sense. They are not trying to win football games because if they were, they would get real competent football people in there to make good football decisions. It is totally clear that Howie Roseman has absolutely no idea what he's doing and he got lucky in 2017. That's it. It is the end. Of, it's the end of it. He just got lucky. He got lucky. No, you're right about that. He did get lucky. He did. And uh, Brian, checking What's up, Brian? Says you can't believe. Right, you can't believe a single thing. And even the leaks. It, you're right. Even the let's go point. Even the leaks. You can't believe. Great point. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. Even the leaks are wrong. You can't even believe the lies. <laughs> Does that even make sense? How did we get here? Like, seriously, how the hell did we get here? I mean, it's just so easy to sit here and bitch every week, and you don't want to. And like you said, we weren't getting excited, but they did do some moves. They shaved some money around. They had a little wiggle room. You had a new quarterback coming in. And say whatever you want about the coach. We don't know anything about this guy, but he was new, and anything new is different. And now this? Yep. For sure, Flacco's agent is a genius, Andre says. The organization is easily sold. I'm about to to get hired to be the offensive coordinator for 36 mil a year. Why not? They're easily sold. If that's the case, Andre, then you have to take uh, Tony and me as your offensive assistants because we're going to, we know how to play Madden. We can ball out in Madden. That's good enough, apparently. I could build a hell of a Madden franchise team, bro. I'm in. I'm 100% in. Yeah, just exactly. What do you, what do you mean, Mike? Lori said they have five guys that will be GMs in this league someday. Oh, yeah, that's Remember right, that? Mike. Yeah. Well, we're a GM factory. Great point, Mike. Great we, point. We have all these guys just waiting. Brian says, got to agree with Goose. Douglas was Douglas was much more responsible for the Super Bowl. That You're right. We're, we're learning that, right? It seems like it. Yeah, we. I mean, he went to the Jets, uh, you know, and he, he he's trying out there. But, yeah, he definitely – he knew to get out of here. Yeah, he, for sure. He, he knew. ran away. Absolutely. Yep. Like anybody would have. But uh, again, Andre brings up a good point. The agent just knows, you know, I'll go shopping to the Eagles. I'll polish them up. I'll get them. To, they'll sign anybody. These guys it's so crazy. What's it, going it, on? It's crazy. It's crazy. But you know what? It's I, we, we gave them enough play tonight already. Like, you know, uh, yeah, that even went. That was 10 minutes too long talking about this dysfunction. It's a shame. It really is. And, and before we move on. I have to ask you this because this is I, this is not breaking news, but this is national news. And on a serious note, what's going on with the, Deshaun Watson? I, you know, I, I, like listen, I, I get you're innocent to proven guilty, right? And I'm not going to comment on what I think or whatever. We're not going to get into that. But my whole thing is in in a, in a in a little bit of a I, I don't know the word for it, but in in a, I'll just say in a sense. His career could be over because, you know, Mike, as well as I do, even if, even if this goes away somehow and listen, this isn't three, four, we're, we're talking down the twenties in the twenties 
right? If this somehow goes away, it's always going to be tarnished. It's always going to be a stain on him, no matter what, man. No matter what, it, it, and I don't, I don't see any positivity coming out of this going forward. I really don't. Well, I have to agree with you. Um, it sounds like he's in a he's in a, a big mess. It's it's terrible. And the more you read about it, the more you're just like, wow, this this goes pretty deep. But let's. I don't want to. I have to roll no. it back a little bit. Let me roll yep. it back a little bit. Back to Howie, who said he would mortgage the future for this Ooh. guy. He would give everything away. That's another question that we have to ask. The man is talented, obviously, right? But weren't the Eagles always on like, well, we have to bring in the high character guys. You know, they have to be high character. You're How right. many people have they passed on for not being high character, right? Yeah. Now, again, I don't know what happened to this guy, all right? I'm not here for judge and jury, but the information that's out there is pretty damning against him. So even if it's true or not, like you said, it'll wind up sticking with him, just like it's stuck with Allen Iverson with that stupid yeah. bowling alley fight. Uh, Remember that exactly. bullshit? That followed him around forever. You know the same stuff will follow him around forever, regardless if it's true or not. It's a shame the situation that he's in. But if you just want to roll it back to Howie, why even have this rumor out there to even acquire this guy when he's involved in like 20 something lawsuits. Right. So that's like a, unless they know something that we don't, unless they know a lot of them's frivolous and they're bullshit. I mean, who, why would they go and they make a big transaction like this to acquire a guy if they didn't know. But then again, we're assuming that they know a lot of stuff about football and based on their boneheaded moves, we realize that they don't. That is true. That is true. I mean, Howie could have easily came out and said, let's dispel all the rumors. Don't know where this is coming from. PR. I mean, who's their publicist? They need to hire me as their, because their PR department has been it's, dropping the ball lately. It's, ter it's terrible. They should hire you, bro, because you would do a thousand times better job because whatever that firm, whatever they're doing, they're not doing it right. Or look, perhaps it's not the it's not the firm, too, because maybe the Eagles and Howie are coming out saying, don't say anything or only yeah. say this or only say that. I mean, we know how much of a control freak Jeffrey Lurie is, so we can only imagine what he's probably telling him to to not, what to say or what not to say. It's a good point, Andre. The only thing that is saving Watson is that he doesn't have a wife and kids. The problem is the Shield will use players as Shields when bad press comes their way. It's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, I could really good point. Solid point. Yeah, I, and and you know, I have a really hard time with any of this. And I, I don't want to spin this completely into the other conversation, but I've, I have such a hard time with people getting second chances in the world of professional sports when, listen, when guys have been proven guilty, when guys have had issues like this, like Oduble Herrera. I, I refuse to say his name, but I have to just to prove this point. Guys like Joe Mixon, right? These guys, they don't, Kareem Hunt, they don't, they don't belong, man. I'm sorry. Like, for anybody, I always say this, and Mike, I think you'll relate to this, too, because, you know, uh, you know, you, you have a daughter, and I have a daughter, and I know a lot of people out there that have a daughter, and, you know, whether you or maybe you have a sister, who knows, but, of the, course. The right, the fact of the matter is, if that happened to your daughter or your sister, would you want to give that person a second chance? Would you be like, yeah, he's good, man, we're good, he learned from it? No, he doesn't deserve that. Like, I'm sorry, but they're already, I don't want to say spoiled, but they're already privileged to be able to play the game they love and get paid for it, right? They already are. And and listen, you don't, you shouldn't get a second chance there, okay? This isn't Michael Vick, okay? This, this is, especially in the climate that we live in, this climate right now that we live in, it's not the time 
to look the other way. And if you really, if they had any set of balls, and I mean the NFL, Major League Baseball, those, if they had any set of balls to stand up and say, you know what? No, nobody's signing him. Nobody wants him in this league. Get him out. They would do it. But no, you know what they do? They, you know, Andre talked about the shield earlier. You know, they hide behind everything. They talk a good game. We're going to donate millions to domestic violence, but they do nothing about it. Nothing. And I'm tired of it. It's ridiculous. No, nah, they don't care. If, they, if if the guy's a baller, they'll let him get away with it. They're, they're going to let the guy get away with as much as they can before the backlash starts to bite them. And as soon as it starts to bite them, they'll throw them away like a piece of garbage. They've done it on how many times? So it's like you're sending mixed signals. You're sending signals that you basically can get away with a lot in the NFL. I don't know if you read some of the stuff about these allegations against uh, Deshaun Watson, but Oof. every one of them has to do with uh, with a spa. This guy loves the... Uh, he, loves- he, he loves going to the uh, massage parlors, this dude. He was hanging out with Robert Kraft. Every incident, <laughs> him and Mr. Kraft, I mean, uh, you know, him and whoever were hanging out at these places, every one of these things involve a, uh, you know, a massage parlor. Every one of them. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. Um, look, it, it, this is a very, very sensitive subject. Obviously, you know, yeah, yeah, I have a daughter. You have a daughter. We all know females come on married. I mean, we can go on and on about this. All right. There's just no place for any of that crap. Especially today, 10 years ago, a thousand years ago, whatever. It's it's horrible. Yeah. You know, and uh, if any of this stuff is true, and again, I'm not here to say if it's true or not, but any of this stuff is true, then um that, he should not be. You can't be playing in the league, man. That's, that's, a, that's what kind a great, of example is that? That's set? a great. That's a great point, Rich. I completely agree with that. He deserves a second second chance in life, but not necessarily at this job. Whether right, that's my point. My point is, yeah, if you want to have a second chance, that's fine. You want to go, you know, go through society and, and, and learn from it. And, but you shouldn't be privileged enough to do what you do, especially going to get, you know, into an organization or in, into the, the entire league that's standing up against exactly what you did. Sure. That, to me, that's that, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any uh, sense. Look, when you take a job like this, Rich is right. I mean, it's a trade off. OK, I mean, yep. yeah, you're making a lot of money. You're immediately thrust into the spotlight. You are immediately, whether you want it or not, role models for children. It doesn't matter if you want it or not. That's that's part of the job. It, you know, that just comes with it. So your behavior can influence so many other people. And if they see, let's say, for instance, there's some high school player coming up and he's just getting ready to ball out and he could go into the NFL and he's acting uh, shitty like this or, you know, having some of the same behaviors as Watson and says, you know what, if he gets away with it, I'll get away with it. I mean, it just sets a bad precedent. It really does. Yeah, it does. I don't want this douchebag on our team. Nope. Nope. Not at all. No, no, absolutely not. No. And and, 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 and again, Character guys, right? Regard, we don't know if this happened, so we're not here to sit here and point the finger at this guy. He might go exactly. through the court. He might be proven innocent, whatever. But some of it is true. Some of it came from some kind of truth, right? And the Where fact that true. allegations yep. are even around a guy like this, is this a guy you want to bring into your franchise? Where really? there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire. There you go. Say it all the time, right? Yeah, say yeah. It all the time. What did uh, what did Tar- Tarlo Owen say? What do you say about Jeff Garcia so oh, talk or something? He, he, oh my God, that was a classic. Oh, we need to run that back. Yeah, we gotta find that. We will find that. We we need to do. We need to really dive into the chaos of oh, Terrell Owens. One episode. We need to dedicate a whole episode. Let, let's do that. Let's do what that. really happened during that time. I like that. Crazy I like that, that was. Idea. Maybe we'll do that next week. 
We should. The next question, the workouts in the driveway, the, yeah. what all that, all that's the, the letter from Andy Reid and it was, it was crazy town. I was, I, dude, let, let me tell you something. I would love to, I would love, I, uh, let, let's go stuff for, let's get T.O. on the show. T. You T. know what I'm saying? Like, we should. I, let's, let's get T, let's try to get T.O. on the show. What would you, what would you ask T.O. if you had, uh, if you I, had? I, I, I would love, all I would ask him is, I, I want to know how the whole thing came about. That's what I want to know. No, I want to know about the money because I I think, and the reason why is my whole my whole point and my reasoning behind what he did was not because he wanted more money. I think it was because he signed a deal knowing it wasn't good, just for a simple fact. Because you remember, we it was going back and forth. Where we're going to get him, where we're not, and then he wanted a deal. And I think it was a handshake agreement that he had. That listen, we're just going to get this out of the way now. We'll take care of you later. And he and he took their word for it. And then he got hurt, and they kind of went back. When he came back and played, and they didn't expect him to play, they they thought that was going to be their way to knock him down, not give him a new contract. And that's when he went off. And then when McNabb didn't stick off for him, that was it. That I, was I, it. I I believe that you know what that's a very plausible scenario. That's probably what happened. Who was it, the GM at the it time? It went off. Was it, it Joe was Banner? Banner? It was Banner, right? Yeah, Banner yeah. was he was that dude was super tight. I mean, you couldn't get anything out of him once you turn thirty. He Tossed you away like a leper. He is. You were a that column in a spreadsheet to that guy. That was it. Uh, what's that? Mike says, like my boy tells me, if it looks like a rat, smells like a rat. By golly, it is a rat. I, <laughs> Mike, you're right, man. There I say is. all the time. It, you know, listen. There's there is leaks that are meant to be leaked out there purposely. There's direct leaks, leaks, and indirect leaks. And no matter what, a leak is a leak, and it's out there for a reason. It happened. Listen, we were how many months were we saying this Carson Wentz stuff was bullshit? Right, we were constantly saying that. Ah, oh, this all the stuff about him and ah, oh, it's all it's Joe Sanoquito, Sanoquito, the writer. Yeah, he got roasted, for that right? He got right. roasted for that. He got, no, no, have you? Did you ever hear him? He was on the Farzy show. Uh, with Far, shout out Farzetta, who was on here last week with us. Uh, he was on the Farzy show it, talking about what actually happened to him. Dude, he was getting not only was he getting was it wasn't he getting death threats or something? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, he yeah, was getting they were get, he was getting uh dog shit in his mailbox. Right? Oh my like God. Oh, it was, it was sorry, insane. man. I don't mean to laugh at that, but that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, like Philly fans, we're animals. Animals we are. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. Uh, I'm you, know, you know it was really crazy, and I know we're going off on a couple of tangents. That's all right. We're just having fun. We're, here, we're just we have a very open uh, open yes. mic night tonight, right? Yeah. Um, the defenders of Wentz. Ooh, yeah. That. Like when that article came out, man. I mean, you were either on one side or you were on the other side, and apparently the locker room was really like that too. The locker room was yes. divided. You know, and it was almost I never seen the locker room more divided. And at least we didn't get the information that we got back when. Uh, you Douglas almost smashed Terrell Owens. Yeah. Remember how divided that locker room was? I mean, yeah. you were either on McNabb's side or you were on Owen's side. And Westbrook kind of got thrown in the middle there. That's who we got to get on the show. We got to get B West on the show. I'm trying. Yeah. I, 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 I've been trying, man. I'll be honest with you. B West is uh he's a good guy, but he doesn't he doesn't do things lightly. He's a very busy guy too. So, totally but I would love love to get him on, man. Absolutely. Love to get, I'd like to get Hugh on. I'd like to get Hugh Douglas on just to hear his side. Right? I don't think I don't think he would. He's not the type of guy that would hold anything back. You no. know, him. He, would, he would just let it go. He would let it fly, man. One hundred percent. 
But uh, Vinny says, uh, or uh, before I get to Vinny, Ritz says too many broken promises to T.O. Exactly. Completely agree. Vinny, rumor has it Banner still has his first dollar. He probably does. I wouldn't doubt that. He was supposed. He's the one that tra- Howie Howie Rosen was Joe Banner's intern. I mean, that was the guy that was supposed to take over for the you know the magnificent bean counter, and he did yeah. forever. And now all of a sudden, he got the Eagles completely backwards in the salary cap. Uh, like, he's getting yeah. What 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 happened to that? What? That definitely wasn't a Joe Banner move. No, for sure. Now, you know, right? Andre says To signed that deal easily because of the endorsement money was yeah. triple salary. Then when they didn't honor their word, exactly. It, 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 I'm telling you, you're absolutely right, Andre. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, they yep. knew next it. Qu- next question. Yep, they knew it. <laughs> the rat quote was To talking about Jeff Garcia. Oh, that's, that's right. What, okay, that okay, that's it. That was it. That's right. Wow, that's right. I, I remember the To interviews for that, and I also remember the To interviews when there were. He said something about my name ain't Reed, talking about my last name ain't Reed. <laughs> when he got the letter from Andy Reed. <laughs> oh my. My last name ain't Reed. There was so much drama. And Rich, you're right. The Carsonites still defend him even now. You know how many people block me on Twitter because <laughs> I wouldn't defend Carson Wentz? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. legit got blocked by by supposedly people I, I'm associated with at a, at a radio station, which is absolutely ridiculous. Because of this? Because, because of, of Carson Wentz. What, what, because of know, Carson Wentz. Let's talk about that for a minute. Why Think the blind defense of this guy? Why do people think he got a raw deal? Granted, he balled out in 2017. Granted, we got the first round by because of what he did. Granted, he crushed it against the Rams and threw a touchdown pass on a blown out ACL or whatever. He did all that. Okay, great. He did. But what else did he do to yeah. deserve all that? Like outside of that, I'm not saying that what he didn't do was a lot. It was a lot. But what else did he do? Exactly. What Why else all did this? he do? He, and and uh, let, let me tell you something. Listen, and this did, I don't mean this in any derogatory way. <laughs> oh, he right? starts off with that. You know, a zinger's coming. <laughs> but just because. He's a church going guy and he talks very professional and he sure. loves everybody. Everybody thinks this guy's invincible. Stop. Yep. Right, Rich. See, I didn't even Rich is putting this in or before I mean, he just said it's the Christian. Yep. Exactly. Rich, that that is my point. The whole Christianity angle is what elevates Carson to a different realm. Just like Nick Foles. Right, just like Nick Foles. Nick Foles is the good old boy, right? I'm sorry, nobody in this world is perfect. Nobody. And I'll tell you what: if Carson Wentz literally did say after that Green Bay game that he checked out, he was done. Uh, I'm not going to get on a Carson tangent here, but I don't want him. Okay, because that means he just gave up. He he he, he legit gave up. Well, that he report came from Marcus Hayes, and you know whatever he reports, we believe because Marcus. Yep. No, we all know Marcus is the man. So uh, I, I'm sure he said it. Yep. I'm sure he said it. Yeah, I don't want him either, Tony. You're right. You're right. After he said that, come on. It's a shame, but you know, let's let let's get into some baseball talk before we get to some stiffs. But- and the reason why I want to get to, I want to get to some baseball talk because I am thoroughly excited for the Philadelphia Phillies this year, and for one reason, and his name is Bryce Harper. I love Bryce Harper. I, the, uh, not, not only am I a Bryce guy, but I think this year, 
This is he is going to have a historic season for the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, people thought I was nuts today, and, and I love it because again, I know John's not here, but Mike knows you by now. I like to throw some stuff out there, and it, it's a little over the top sometimes, but I have that gut feeling. I love it. I have a gut feeling. I'm telling you, this year I'm predicting 42 to 45 home runs, 120, 125 RBIs. This dude is going to go off. As long as he could stay healthy and play 155, 156 games like I expect him to do, he is absolutely going to tear the cover off the ball this year. Bryce Harper, it took a year. He got acclimated to the city. The, the next year, COVID hit. Really couldn't get in the swing of things. Now he's ready. Hits a home run for his first at bat in spring. Mike, I'm telling you, I got this feeling. I don't know what it is, but this is Bryce Harper's year. Why not? I mean, the guy uh, rolls up in a gas station to Clearwater, full uniform on Bryce Harper, and just gets gas and gets back into his Jeep. Dude's yeah. playing super loose. I love that story when I read about that. I'm like, and that nice such a big deal out of it. I'm like, I don't know. He had to stop and get gas. Harper just gets out with his uniform, gets gas, and rolls. I don't Is know. It seems loose. Yeah. You know, when you do when you do stuff like that, it tells you a little bit about your mindset, right? And I agree with you. He does seem he seems at home now. He seems loose, uh, and he's obviously very dangerous. So I don't I don't disagree with you at all. He has got a violent swing. Violent is a great, right? way, to, great way to describe <laughs> I, his swing. It's I, just he just hits the snot out of the ball. Yes, he swings so violently through the zone. It, it, it's it's unlike something I've never seen. I, I've never seen somebody swing a bat like that. Like he legit looking to take somebody's head off. He really is. Um, and I yeah. love it. It, it, yeah. it actually makes the bat look like it's ten times bigger, but it's not. It's just the way he swings. It's nasty. Uh, it's all power. And mentally, I think, you know, you, you said that. And I, uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Yep. Um, I know that, you know, what about all that drama last year when Harper was sort of standing up for Real Muto and, you know, he, he, won, he was coming out just saying the ownership should sign and stupid money. What about all that? And then JT signs. And then they sort of made good, regardless of how it broke out with the contract. We can sit here and we can say whatever we want. But he did sign. He's there. The commitment was made, um, and now ownership has given Bryce Harper the commitment when they signed him. So he, I think he clearly enters the season as an MVP candidate, and uh, you could see the Phillies playing in October. I mean, I, it's just that simple. I mean, I, I uh, except for your boy uh, Adubel Herrera, who looks like uh, mm. looks like he's. <laughs> You know, you don't you can't stand that guy, but no, he, he's I mean, had a his head. This, this douchebag right now, but um, he looks like he's going to be in the uh, he's going to win the job and he's going to be playing. Yeah, it does. It looks like that. Adam fifty plus. Listen, fifty plus. That's a big. But I'm with you. I'm I'm that excited. I mean, I'm saying forty two, forty five, but I'm with you. He he can very listen. The Ryan Howard year. Right, a four-year period that we talk about, which was just a ridiculous numbers, but uh, the Ryan Howard here year where he hit fifty-five plus, 50, yeah, fifty-five, yeah. Uh, that's the kind of year I feel is gonna is the Bryce Harper that we're gonna see this year. Was that two thousand ten? Was it ten? I think so. Now, nah, nah, I think it was it two thousand and ten. I I think I thought it was two thousand and seven. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was 2007. Anybody out there, look that up for us, please. Year, I know he had a four-year period that will be like no other. I, I did the numbers a few years ago. I'll have to do them again. But what, what he was able to hit 
the home runs, RBIs, his it was absolutely ridiculous. It, it'll never be, it'll never be duplicated. Uh, another guy, yeah, yeah. Mike says no. I think it was two thousand seven. Yeah, I think I it was oh seven too. I think it was the year before the World Series. And he just went. He was he was going all. There was, everything must have looked like a beach ball to him. Yeah. Really, and Mike, Mike, you have a good point. Mike says his violent swing is my one worry. Back, and you're right because he swings so damn violently. You're right. You're absolutely. I could see that. I really could. I because of the way he swings. Uh, Dan says Howard. Yeah, fifty eight. Yep, at two thousand six. Howard says then he never saw him for a month in two thousand. That's crazy. Yeah, remember it that is. pitch that that Howard would always strike out on. It was oh. the low inside curveball. He couldn't hit and he couldn't lay off it. He could not lay off of that pitch. No, it was no. He could strike out every time. He was like Serrano <laughs> in a major league. Even even Joe Boo couldn't help yeah, Ryan Howard. He can't hit curveball. Joe Boo will help me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read a report that said Serrano is the second highest jersey ever sold for the Cleveland Indians. I don't know if it's true or not. Are you but sure? it, would, it really wouldn't surprise me. It, no, it wouldn't because we all we always we always live through fairy tales, right? And, and think about that. We live through fairy tales all the time. I mean, listen, we're, we're a Philly centric show, right? Rocky, it's a fictional character. That's true. We, but, but but right, but we live through Rocky Balboa. Who does Cleveland have? I, I got a friend of mine lives in Cleveland. I'm going to have Karen. to ask him that. I'm sure he has a Serrano jersey. <laughs> true. What did you just say? True character. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing from Cleveland. I mean, uh, nobody oh. does. It's Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, wild thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wild. Ricky Vaughn. Rick Vaughn. Uh, yeah. And Dorn. And Roger Dorn. Roger Dorn. <laughs> Lou Brown. Major League's the best. Lou Brown. <laughs> <laughs> who, was the old, who was the old pitcher? Who was Harris. Like, Harris. Yeah, Harris. That's it. Hey, Joe Boo. Are, Joe are you, Boo needs a refill. Yeah. Are you, <laughs> Are are you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> Jake <laughs> That's Taylor, a classic show, man. Jay, Jake, um, Willie Mays Hayes. That was, <laughs> that was a great movie, man. Uh, great, yeah. That was a whole my, episode on them. That was a that was one of those movies where the, the sequel sucked. Like, you know what? It's funny. I never saw the sequel because I didn't want it to ruin the original. The original was so good. I heard the sequel was horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it wasn't good at all. It was like one of those movies where you were expecting a lot, and I, I think not all the characters resigned, so you didn't have the same the same group of guys, right? But uh, Rick Vaughn, where, where were you playing last year, Vaughn? Ca- California Penal League. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Best sport. That's what we uh, talks best sports sequel. Caddyshack two. That's a good one. I like that. I like Caddyshack, too. That was pretty good. It's been so long since I've seen that. It, it, Rich says, it's so sad. We can't name any real players, but we name all the movie names. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. We, you're right, Rich. That's He's the right. problem. We, right. we, 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 I, I was doing, here you go, Mike, because on Sunday, uh, I, again, everybody tune in. Make sure you watch the, the weekly sports blend every Sunday where I look back at years every week. And last week. It was 1993, and 93 was a huge movie year, huge sports movie year. Your uh, Space Jam, oh, uh, yeah. the, the program, rookie the program, of the year. The program was great. Yeah, program was unbelievable. Very underrated sports movie right there. A lot of people never seen the program. James Con movie was it was spectacular. It was a really really good movie. The other the other one was the uh, two two Disney movie, Rookie of the Year and The Sandlot. Henry Rowan Gardner. The Santa Rosenberger. 
I say I didn't Excellent like the show. Sandlot. I didn't like the Sandlot. No, you said Rowan Gardner. That was the rookie. Yeah, rookie of the year, right? Henry Rowan Gardner. Yeah, yeah. Rowan yeah. Gardner. But the, remember, the coach couldn't get his name right. He would call him Rosenbagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was the Who was the <laughs> old man? Chad Stedman? Was it Chad Stedman? <laughs> oh my god! I don't remember this shit. Who was the coach of the um? Who was the coach of uh, the rookie of the year? It wasn't Sidney Poitier, was it? No, it wasn't was Sidney Poitier? I don't think it was it him. It was... been, I think you're right. That's a really? great pull, dude. Oh, wow. Sidney Poitier. Wow. Check it out. Everybody, even Andre said the program was good, but apparently Rotten Tomatoes thinks it was horrible. Like a 43% rating. I thought the program was great. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked it, man. Of course. About, uh, Al says, "What? Well, hey, Al, you're right. Any given Sunday. That I, I don't know. Al never go wrong with Al Pacino. 1999, late 90s is any given Sunday, which to me is one of the best sports movies ever made, if not the top two. That is a really good movie. Oh man, that was great. Al Pacino's speech just pulled up on YouTube. If you want to get hyped, watch it. Yeah, it was great. You know, it's a speaking of Pacino, and again, it's sports related because it's more with gambling. But two for the money was it? it. Oh, that is. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, based on a true story, loosely, right? I think. Yes. Yep. Really, really good. Ah, look there, you go, Rich. It was uh, Gary Busey was Chet's dad. Man, that's a nice poll. <laughs> that's when Gary Busey couldn't do anything he touched was great. Yes. He just crushed it on everything, right? That's uh, when he was in Under Siege. Remember? He was oh just one God. great movie after the next. The Lethal Weapon he was in. He was he crushed then he it. Was the, then he was doing cameos in uh, Entourage. He was in the, yeah, and he was in Entourage with Bob Remember? Saget. Yeah. yeah, Bob Saget. <laughs> Dance has Slapshot. Now, that's an old one. That's the ho- I knew you would get that, Dan, because that's a hockey movie. Uh, slash slap shot. Yeah, everybody, everybody loves slap shot. Man. Yep. You know, it's been so long since I've seen it, but it's considered <sighs> gold in sports. Yeah, a lot of people love slap shot. But speaking of these movies, man, and we talk about some actors, talk about Chad Stebbin. Let's get to some steps. We're going to talk some steps tonight. We're going to open this up. Uh, what does Rich say? He's on Impractical Jokers cameo now. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy, this dude. What the hell happened to him? I don't know, man. I don't know. The guy was like, if you watch him in Lethal Weapon, right? And you watch him in, in, in Under Siege. It was like, you know, the dude, even like in uh, what was the movie with uh, the classic movie with Keanu Reeves, the surfing movie, Point Break. Point he was Break. great in that, too. That's right. He was in Point Break. He was in Point Break, dude. He was Pappas. Utah, get me too. iconic line. And then the, dude, he just what happened? Drugs? The guy just went crazy at some point. Yeah, you're all of a sudden right. Gary Busey was just this crazy guy. He was in this this actor that was in every movie, and they just turned to like crazy. And sometimes you were like, "Is that Nick Nolte or is that Gary Busey?" <laughs> exactly, Nick Nolte. <laughs> like, weren't sure which one it was. Right? Yeah. Adam says Longest Yard. That was another good movie. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that one. Longest Yard was a good movie. What about Blue Chips? Blue, Blue Chips. chips. Was wasn't, Nick Sh- wasn't Shaq in that movie? Shaq was in that movie. Nick Nolte, Anthony Hardaway was in that movie. What about right? what about what about the replacements? That that you know what that was okay. Shane that Falco. Okay. We put yeah. him on the stiff list. Uh, yes, yes. Just go to Google and put in Shane Falco, and there and there and there's actually questions in the Google: Is Shane Falco a real person? So, Where did Shane Falco go to college? Like, what the frig is wrong with people? Really? I wonder if that's real. Mike says he has a brain injury from a motorcycle accident. Shane Falco? No, what I think he's he talking, talking about um oh, Gary Busey. Busey. 
Uh, yeah, if Mike, if Mike says that, it's true. He's very good, very good at his due diligence. So I guess yeah. that's what I guess that makes sense because he was, you know, he was Gary Busey, and then all of a sudden he was, you know, crazy. Keanu Reeves awful throwing motion. Yeah, he doesn't have good mechanics. That that Mr. Falco. I don't know who had who had a worse. How about the the quarterback from the Water Boy? What was his name from the uh, from the the the, the Mud Dogs? The Mud, the mud Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the Mud Dogs. Yeah. Oh my God! I haven't heard that forever. I the Water Boy quarterback for the Mud Dogs. The Mud Dogs. Get them Mud Dogs. <laughs> At the Bourbon Bowl. The Bourbon Bowl. Yes, you can do it. Um, oh wow! You always look, look, look at uh Oh, check that. Oh out. wow! There it is. The, that's great, man. Sorry, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's funny. It's just the dude was oh. like the man, and all of a sudden he wasn't. Yeah, like a good thing you're right. Was. You're right. There's a, I'll tell you what. We could. You know, I'm a big sports movie guy. Uh, you know, but some of them were really weak. Some of them were really good. And we talked about this before. Playmakers was the best series ever um it, adam you're right hoosiers and field of dreams they were they're classics oh, i forgot that's about a, field of dreams that's a yeah classic. field of dreams hoosiers one of my all-time favorites uh you know dennis hopper all all, all drunked up with neil with, with uh, gene hackman hickory the hickory town boys the hickory uh, town boys the nice. hickory town boys ollie at the line missing the missing the foul shots uh, Sco- Scooter was his name. Scooter, Scooter, you got this. Scooter, we're gonna we're gonna run a picket fence. We're gonna run a picket fence, and uh, they actually win the game. That was a great movie, man. That was a great movie. What what about um what about Moneyball? Moneyball, there's a not yeah, that's a that's a newer one. It's a really good movie. How <laughs> oh, you going to mention Blue Chips? Got the movie Big Country. <laughs> Big Country. Big Country, man. Jimmy oh, Chip, oh, and Jimmy Chipwood. Jimmy Chipwood. Right. Yeah. I remember Jimmy Chipwood and, and Hoosiers. Absolutely. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. One. Another one. Yeah, that's a good one. Remember the Titans. Uh, let's see. The blind. <laughs> White the blind men can't jump. Classic. White, uh, classic. 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 Classic movie. White men can't jump was the best man. Oh, absolutely. I uh, I could watch that over and over again. A League over of Their Own. Over Varsity again. Blues. Uh, you know what I hate about because I have Vanderbeek in it, and he he's a douche. I don't like him. He but, uh, ran, what, what, yeah, he's not. I wasn't my favorite guy. Didn't what was that show that he was on with Katie Holmes forever? Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Were you? A Dawson's I actually Creek watched guy? that. I yeah, watched it. I figured. I was did. a Dawson's Creek guy. Him and Pacey. He, but, he uh, went. He went for years. He's probably still eating off the uh, residuals uh, of that show. No doubt. No Absolutely. Because all, all all his movies sucked. Yeah, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't very good with his movies, but he obviously was with Katie Holmes for so long. And uh, that hey, sort of put him on the map. I would have I would have rocked out with Katie Holmes on the acting role for a while. She was a she was a heartbreaker back in the day until she went and met Tom, Tom Cruise and became is, sucked into Scientology. Show, oh, show, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire show. Win the money. That's right, that's right, Al. We forgot about Jerry Maguire. And don't forget about he got game. Jesus Shuttleworth. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Uh, what was his girlfriend's name? Uh, I know the, what was her character's name? It was Rosario Dawson. Her character's name was Lala, I think. Lala. I think it was Lala. Yeah. Yeah. Great show, by the way. Shh. Believe it or not, that's when uh, Ray Allen. I don't think he ever even acted in a movie before. No, I, I don't think he did. And he, he actually did really well. 
He did. He had a great soundtrack, by the way. Yes. The public public enemy rocked out on that of, soundtrack. Of bro. course. Of course. That was a great, great soundtrack. Jesus uh the, oh, wow. What Rich says the fish that saved Pittsburgh. I don't what even the know hell what the hell is that. that is. I have no idea. What the hell? I don't know, Rich. You're losing me there, bro. Hold on. Let's just let's just do a quick little. This uh, the fish that saved Pittsburgh is an American sports fantasy comedy film. Really? That was, that was released in 1979. I uh, never heard of it, but uh, let's see. Starring Julius Irving. What? Oh yeah, right. He just wrote that in movie with Doctor J. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty Check that out. Oh, I knew Andre knew that. Look, he was all over that. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's something to maybe check oh, out. Adam. A league of their own. Ah. Yeah, I, I mentioned that one. Does that is that considered? To, you know, we have to consider that. I don't know, man. For me, that was a classic. There was a lot of yeah, good actors in there. Yes, actresses. No, no, it was a good movie. And, and again, this is but forty two was a good movie. Uh, it really relived the whole Jackie Robinson story. That like excellent. We, that was a really really good movie. Excellent. excellent. Um, because that brought everything to light, which was great. Uh, Doctor J was in the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I never, never even heard of that. that. Yeah, never even seen that. I was just showing you how good of a, uh, a very good Sixers fan to not know that. That's super old school, no doubt. Did you ever see that movie with Tanya Harding? Oh my God, movie. no! It was, yeah, it was a movie about Tanya Harding. Remember that whole all that stuff? Her and Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, when her boyfriend smashed Nancy Kerrigan's knee with like a pipe or something, they jacked yeah. her on the way into the skating <laughs> thing. Yeah, <laughs> like that shit really happened. I remember yes. when all that stuff happened. That really happened. That's a thing. Like le- legit happened. Totally attacked Nancy Kerrigan, an Olympian, smashed her knee with a freaking oh, pipe. Yeah, Mike. And then said, she went out. Tom, Tommy you Harding went out and won the event. Said, she skated like the best she's ever skated. They just attacked Nancy talk, Kerrigan. He wants you to know, talk about the sex tape. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, with, 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 with Tanya and her her husband at the time, her boyfriend. Remember this douche Jeff Galuli? Oh that my god! Yes. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Wow, that, that you're right though, man. Movie movies called Tanya. Love Rich is all over it. Um, oh, look at Andre. Rick Fox was in. He got gay. Rick Fox. Good the for ladies him. used to love Rick. Fox. Oh, of course they did. Rick Fox was smooth. What? Wait, was he was he married to Halle Berry? <laughs> I think that was David Justice. Oh, David it? Justice. <laughs> David yeah. Justice. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Uh, what about Rudy? Yeah, we met. Al, I bet that Rudy said that Rudy, earlier. Listen, Rudy gives me shed a tear. You still have to watch Rudy. All right, let, let's let me throw this out there. Does this rank? Does Invincible rank? Ooh, with, with um, uh, what's the Eagle guy, right? Uh, Vince Papali. Vince Papali. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're drawing a blank there. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, <sighs> I got a story about him. Yeah, talk. Let, let, let's it's pretty, hear. It's pretty interesting. So, uh, Coach Vermeil had a, a a wine release. He had his wine release a couple of years ago, and I somehow me got invited to this thing. Which, believe it or not, I just don't even know how I did. But anyway, I wound up there, and it was about fifty people at this, um, you know, the release of his private wine. So, yeah, I guess he bought a vineyard or he did a licensing oh, wow. deal. Dick Vermeil owns his own wine. So anyway, anyway, it's really good stuff too, by the way. Um, and I happened to be sitting next to. At the dinner, it was my wife and I, and Vince Papali was sitting next to me. Okay, and obviously I knew who he was, but I didn't. You know, I don't want to act like the douchebag, starstruck guy. So Vince Papali, he gets a couple of wines in him, and all of a sudden he's like friggin' juiced up, right? And he's like all loud, and he's talking, and he just looks over. He's like, "How you doing?" I said, "Oh, I'm doing great." Uh, you know. And anyway, I just I had to ask him this question. You know, I saw the I, I saw the moment. I asked. I said, "When you uh, do you mind if I ask you a personal question?" 
He said, no, not at all. And there's a lot of people like talking. It's really hard to, you know, it's just, it's just a party. Everybody's hanging out. It's a dinner party. So I so said, what was it like when you picked up that fumble and you scored a touchdown? And you looked over at your boys in the stands knowing that you were a lifelong Eagle fan or whatever. And he looked at me and he said, no one ever asked me that question. How about that? Really? He, he said that to me. Wow. And I said, and, and he's like, he sort of like not teared up, but a little bit. It was like a little of emotion. I said, wow, really? And he said, no one ever asked me. I said, what was like? He's just, he said, getting beautiful. Really? It was beautiful. I cried. He said, jumping up and down. I was crying. Uh, so the dude was like super, super cool, man. Um, so, I mean, just for that, I think I have. No, to I like that because it shows Personal a story. Oh, so yeah. it was a passion that he had too, right? I mean, he he bought he was all in. I mean, that was like on a Sunday. Me, Andre, and Al, we were doing half court heat, and I was letting them know about you know Saturday. Deuce Staley was on with oh, yeah. um, with, with Ray Didinger, and he was on for about forty minutes. They the asked, him, and you'll respect this because I know how big of an Eagles fan you are. So they asked him about the Tampa game. Oh and, man, right? Oh, I was so at that game when they asked him about it. It, they thought they lost him. Like he got disconnected. There was no words for like a minute. And he was like, I'm sorry, fellas. I was gathering my thoughts. Like, Holy he's like, like, yeah, like he still felt it. And he went on like, bro, listen, that's how big of a deal that was that game. And, and, and when, and that's a real Eagle, man, right? That's a real Eagle. And who could who who better to ask that question than the king? Like to me, yes. Ray Dillinger is the king. You know, exactly. will always be the king. But it's, it was he great. asked that question and he got all choked up because he probably had so many things he wanted to say or he was probably feeling so much. I remember being at that game. I remember being at this up in the seven hundred level with my dad sitting there, and we 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 brought with us two Philadelphia inquirers so we can put them down on the concrete to have our feet on top of the concrete. So our feet wouldn't freeze. Cause if you stepped on newspaper up there on the 700 level, it kept your, your feet a little bit warmer because it was so cold up there, man. I mean, freezing cold. So when Deuce Staley ran that first touchdown and he gets into the end zone, I'm telling you right now, everybody in that whole stadium thought we were going to win that game. And then it was a slow paper cut bleed with that stupid play from Joe Juravicious. And he destroyed us with that same dumb play over and over again that we could not adjust to Joe Juravicious. Joe Juravicious. Nightmare that was for me. And it was for Staley, too, because if you by you just telling me that, I know he felt worse than what we felt in the stands. Yes. He uh, absolutely because they all felt what we felt. We that was their year. That was, that was year. it, man. That was it. That was their year, uh, and, you know. And you know, for those bookends and Ronyan and Trey, I mean, that was their year, man. And oh, you couldn't adjust. No, no I. You couldn't adjust, bro. He was running over the middle. He was running over the middle. And you could see that when you break down the tape, it was so easy what they were doing. They were pulling the linebacker out in motion, and they would pull him out of there, and he would run over the middle. He would just did it every time, over and over and over and over and over again. It was worse, worse so, than any nightmare, any worse loss that was just terrible. Blame. So wait, was that Brad Johnson? Was that Brad Johnson too? God, I think it was. I think oh. it was Brad Johnson. Oh. I think it was Brad Johnson. Oh, that makes it even worse. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. It was uh, John Gruden, too, wasn't it? Yeah. 
God, it was John no. Gruden. And that was the year when Gruden was talking shit and he was like, we'll play because I know that there was an issue about where they were going to play. There was something up. I don't remember. He's like, I don't care if we play him on the wall Whitman bridge, we're going to play him. He was talking all that shit. And then they, he knew exactly how to hit us. And then they used the, Oh God, so bad. We should have won. So the that, fact that you told me that I could, I'm for sure he was feeling it, man. And you know what, Dan blame, blame bleep and Bishop on the field. Remember that I had him as a stiff. Tonight, we, we, but we were excited. I remember when we got him. I thought he was really good. Play all his good years in Tennessee. We're like, oh yeah, playing Bishop, man. Yeah, we got playing, and he was stiff. Yeah, you do. You know, come to the Eagles. You have a eighty percent chance of being completely horrible, regardless of whatever you've done in the past. It doesn't matter if you were the MVP. If you just crush the league when you come and you put that Eagles green on, chances are you're just going to suck. You're just mm. going to suck because that's the way it goes. Killed us all day long. Richard's right. He destroyed us all day long. Mike, Mike, you're right. You, Mike, Mike, listen to I listened to it live too, Mike, and it made me. So, yep, I agree. He was very impressed. And, and you know what? Deuce was humble too. Like he could have. He was like he was welcoming the opportunity. You know, he knows he'll be there one. But again, he he should. If you can't tell me, and I don't want to get, but but this one's going to piss me off. Thinking about this even more, is you mean to tell me that Nick Sirianni? was a better option than Deuce Daly. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. You know, I don't understand it. I need to and watch it, it sucks that this guy's in Detroit right now. He should not be in Detroit. Oh, he's an eagle. You know, he's an eagle. I just didn't know if he was capable. Who knew? I mean, maybe we should have been listening to this guy. I, I wasn't sure whether or not Deuce would be a good guy. Well, what the hell do I know? Hopefully nobody listens to me about any of this shit. But I'm, <laughs> I mean, I... I mean, you just you would just think that if he was that good, all right. And I don't know who brought this up. Somebody brought it up. But if he was that good, and he was, he would have been hired somewhere else. He would have been hired fast. But maybe nobody just gave him a chance. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, who no, knows? I, I, I would it. rather have somebody that that answered that question by Ray Didinger like that. Somebody that felt it. Somebody that didn't because you know during a press conference that they took a loss like that, you wouldn't get any vanilla answers. You wouldn't. No. You wouldn't get any even out. LeVon Kirkland. Oh. oh, my God. He should be on the stiff list, too. When we got him. He was like 75 Kirkland. pounds overweight, and he just stunk. Uh, uh, he was terrible. 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 <laughs> like, terrible. I, I like, oh, my God. I, I can't. I, I can't, man. You think about it. Love Goose control. That's Mike, man. Listen. Listen, me and Mike used to sit and talk about this all the time, man. Uh, when I we just were, can't. I can't help it. Uh, I just, just you know. I mean, I figured that I, I would say that please, if the Eagles win this, I remember when the Super Bowl. If they win this, I'll never ever complain about the Eagles again. It didn't take too long, only about a year or so, and I started bitching again. Can't help it. You can't. You're worth fan. You know what? Remember, he went to Miami and he played good. Of course. Of course. Well, we know as soon as they list, if you if you're good, right, on another team and you come to the Eagles, you immediately suck. But then if you leave the Eagles and you still have a few years on your career, you'll do really well. That's just the way it goes. It is. It's so right. It's so right. But uh, listen, that's a good segue to our stiff contest here. Not contest, but a little stiff segue to end the close. I know you got to go off. I know we're, you got good ones. Uh, we're we're, we're going to have some fun with this, right? Last couple minutes here. We, you know, we we did this about maybe 10, 11 shows back. We had a, a great Cherokee Parks, right? We had Greg Oster tag. We had some really good stuff. I had to go in deep in the vault here. 
and bring up some ultimate stiffs. Now, these these could be stiffs that are coaches. These could be stiffs that are players, not necessarily a specific sport, but just ultimate stiffs in my book. Maybe they were they were good, but I just didn't like their name or their hairstyle or, or the way they, they, you know, <laughs> the way they looked. I don't know, but that's the fun. So here we go. Ah, uh, see, Dan, Dan, you need it. Dan says, see, Dan, that's a bad comment, Dan. I, you know what? I need a stiff segment married to Oh, Dan. Dan, you hit it like that? Come on. Uh, Dom the Awesome Wav, Rich says already. Yep. Yeah, he's on the stiff list, Rick. He's definitely uh, on the stiff list. We certainly cannot disagree with that one. But we, we, we can we just start off with, 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 with a great one, right? I mean, we're in Eagles, so let's just... I mean, rich, rich, rich coat tight. Come Jesus. on, like, like I, I want is that he hat, not, right? Is he not the ultimate stiff for the Eagles? I mean, Mike, rich coat tight. Yes, it's uh, yeah, man. He was pretty bad, and Marion Campbell was terrible too. Oh. But I don't know, I don't know how far back we go there, but he was terrible. But coat tight. Everybody goes back to coat tight. Yes, everybody goes back to him. His yeah. press conferences are great. You ever listen to them? Oh, brutal. They're so bad. I mean, he had so bad. He he literally, it seemed like he like, you know, some guys are in over their head, but he honestly looked like he had no clue, zero of what to do. Like, it's like they just painted on a job. He had no clue. I don't think he did. I don't think he knew what was going on. I mean, his press conferences were, and I hate to say it, but. It was like Sariani when I I remember when that press Ooh. conference happened. I was like, this guy is and look, he's new. He probably doesn't know what's going on. That's cool. We got to give him a pass somewhat, right? But let's just hope he's not a co type man. Jeez. I, I hope not. I hope not. But you know, it's from one Eagle Stiff coach to another, and we've talked about this name. I love this guy. Hey, no, right? Look, look at this spark plug. I mean, I mean Marty Mortyway, like. I don't under he is the NFL's version of Stan Van Gundy in the NBA. Like I don't know how these guys continue to get jobs. Survivors, man. Survivors. I, they know, like I, you know, it's funny because again, and, and this is no disrespect to anybody, but anybody that understands the radio business, the podcasting business, that you know, whatever you want to call it, you understand that you get opportunities sometimes based on just who you know. Not, not honestly, not really how good you are sometimes. It's just about who you know. And I swear that Stan Van Gundy and Marty Morningwag is a straight who do you know? Uh, I, I, because I don't know any other benefit that they give. Really. I have, I, I really have no idea. But he was really, really bad. Marty Morningwag and, and maybe Van Gundy, maybe they have the same agent. Yeah, they might. They might. They really might. I mean, Listen. I mean, this, this guy was just on. This guy was on the team last year. As yo, and here's the best part: last as year. a special offensive advisor, who the hell is he advising? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, who is Marty Morningway advising? Apparently, somebody advised the Eagles to get rid of him because. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I just don't get it. I don't know, you know what he's doing. I don't you know. Imagine uh, if they would have kept him around. And and gave him the interim head coaching job when he got for the top. Man. I mean, he didn't get hired anywhere. No, there was no interest no, in the guy because nobody else wants him. Nobody wants him. Nobody wants him. 
It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But here here's a football one. You know who this is, Mike? Oh God, I don't know who that is, and I know I should. I have no that idea is, who that is. Let the somebody guess. Is Rod Marinelli. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Marinelli, who completely drowned in Detroit in his head coaching gig, Poor was guy. absolutely terrible. Uh, you know, he hung around the Cowboys as a coordinator, and then he got a shot. He just, he, dude, he wasn't good. He wasn't good at all. And I, I know everybody says it's because Detroit, but no, this was all Rod. Rod Rod wasn't a good coach. Uh, you know, listen, he, I, I think it was like right after the Wayne Fontenot years. So he really didn't like, really, he really didn't help himself much. Just, but just the Fontenot name is just, it just doesn't, just doesn't work. I'll tell you what, Wayne, Wayne could be on the stiff list. Could be. He could be. He could be. But this guy, look at it. It's Coy Detmer. We got now, we got we got in front of Coy Detmer for a while. Remember, I mean, Coy Detmer was like uh, he was throwing some touchdowns. Remember when he got hit on Monday Night Football? Oh he my got god, killed. he got crushed. <laughs> he was like, I thought he was complete. Like I thought he was having a seizure on the field. He got remember crushed. He, oh, was, uh, and, and then it, remember you'd hear the reports coming out that he would go to try. He had no luggage for and he would just show up with a uh, plastic like bag. A, like a, yeah, a backpack or something, right? Yeah, like a couple of T-shirts and some underwear stuff yeah. in there. And he would stop by the duty-free store and grab a toothbrush and uh, a thing of toothpaste, and he was good to go. I mean, it, <laughs> I guess there's something to be said for that. I guess, man. I guess. But I got a couple more here. We'll go basketball. And Are you just going funny names? or Eric Montross. Wow. From the North Carolina Tar Heels. That's a guy I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, he listen. He might have had an okay time in North Carolina, but he was still a stiff to me, man. Still, he was still a stiff to me. Here's one for you, Mike. Know who that is? No, the Flying Dutchman, Jack oh Sigma. Jack Sigma. Look at look at the old school Mahorn right here, too. I didn't even notice that. Rick look at Mahorn. The, look, at, look at his shot. Yeah, dude. Jack, Jack Who used Sigma. to shoot the ball like that? <laughs> somebody. I can't think of who it was, but somebody used to shoot the ball like that. Uh, Is that that looks like a Glenn Rice shot? Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. Uh Rich said uh, Rich checks in and oh, says John Concack. Hey, Dan, listen, I understand. I'm not saying Sigma was bad. I just don't like his look. I'm just like, li- li- I'm just talking about he just looks like a stiff. He may not be a stiff. This looks like a stiff to me, right? And I know he was kind of emulating that back old school style, but I'm sorry, Flying Dutchman. To me, or, or, yeah, it was, uh, was that the Flying Dutchman? Was Rick Smith's the Flying Dutchman? It looks like him. I think it was. Jamal Wilk shot like that. Wow. Jamal Wilkes. Wow. Okay, so I got one more, Mike. I got one more. Jamarcus Russell. Oh, oh I, biggest that's biggest stiff in the history of the NFL, no? Yes, 100%, man. And, and, and yeah, look, look, I'm not trying. I know he went through a, a bunch, but, I mean, come on, man. You, you, you were rocking at LSU. You come in, you all the money in the world, and you just – ultimate stiff him and ryan leaf who i know uh rich mentioned down here talk, oh wow look at that andre coming out with a g-man mike jaminski mike jaminski mike jaminski i like that i like that then mike says is jamarcus or ryan 
I don't know. You, you know, Ryan Leaf gets arrested, and Jamarcus lives under a, a bridge. So I, I don't know which one. Does he? What, does he? Does he, he, really? he was. Yeah, he he was homeless and everything, man. God, he had no money. He was living God. under a bridge in Oakland. Yes. I hope that's not the case. It's crazy. Not now. Like he kind of like the um, Delonte West story, except he wasn't on. You know, Jamarcus wasn't a drug addiction or anything like that. He just. Dude, he was broke. He lost all his money and nothing. No money because, again, we, we all talk about these big deals these players sign, but guess what? Some of them, some of them, if they're not fully guaranteed, so if they didn't get a big signing bonus, I mean, he wasn't playing. He got cut. Maybe he only made a couple million. After he paid everybody off, he probably had nothing left. Uh, I mean, Kwame Brown. That's Kwame a good one. Brown was, he was, he was a stiff. Yes. What happened to him? That dude was super hyped coming out. He was hyped. He just he, he was, was massively hyped. hyped, and then he just he was hyped. So you got well, who, who you got? Well, you got anybody? I got a few. Um, Orlando Woolrich for the, the, the oh the big O the big O. <laughs> gotta go Orlando Woolrich. I like Orlando. Actually, Orlando had a weird looking shot too. He had strange. that stick but kind of shot. Um. Yeah, he did. He did. It's it's been some time, and I remember when the Sixers signed him. It was like at oh. the end of his career, and he like was like I think he was his number was like zero or something. He was just complete stiff roster filler, just a complete joke. Wow, Mike says Jamarcus got thirty two mil guaranteed. That's a lot of cash. Well, he's, he's living in California, right? So tack on about thirteen and a half percent state income tax. He's probably at a thirty five. About half of that went to the tax man, so he probably got about at sixteen million cash plus whatever endorsements he had. Like he blew through all that. Wow, that's crazy. To, I guess you know, sixteen million dollars is a lot of money, right? When you think about it, like how do these people do that? But when, you know, you what do you go out and you buy a house, uh, you know, a nice house for an NFL baller in California? You know, you write a check for five million bucks. I mean, that's now you're already down to eleven million. You know, you got you're handing it out, you're partying, you're doing this, you're doing that. If you're not constantly pulling in money like that, it just goes. I guess that's what happened though. That's just terrible. They should lock up all their money for people that don't know how to deal with cash and just like yes, they, they, they should. They should. But the problem is that people He's that are supposed sure. to be hurting were hurting them. Heath Schuler. Al, that's a great one. He was super hyped coming out. He was the number he wasn't the first overall pick, wasn't he, for the Redskins? Yes. Was it the Red Stunk? Was it the Redskins? I think yeah, it so. was the Redskins. I think it was the Redskins. He stunk. He was he was terrible. How about Bobby Abear? From the Bobby Abear. <laughs> There you New go. Orleans Saints. Didn't he beat the Eagles? In yeah, the playoffs? he did. Who did beat the Eagles back then? That was he beat the Buddy Ryan team, didn't he? Yes. Yep. Bobby A. Freaking Bobby A. Bear. Check that one out. Tony, Tony Massenberg. Oh my God. Where did that name come from? Was Popeye, Ron Popeye Jones. There's a good one. Ron Popeye Jones. Jesus. Who else you got, Mike? How about Quentin Caver? Oh. <laughs> My Quentin, God, Quentin Caver. Quentin Caver. What do you think, Mr. Mr. Caver's up to today? Oh, my. Uh, you know, remember the under? He was a prototypical undersized linebacker that we would always draft. Always. Uh, Quentin Caver was terrible. Terrible. It, it was second round pick. Yep. How yep. about Andy Studebaker? <laughs> what? Yes. I heard that name in years. Andy Studebaker. Yeah. Yeah. Another 
undersized linebacker that couldn't play. Couldn't play. Yeah, we're, we're notorious for drafting those. Let's move uh, on to, um, and I, I dropped this name earlier, Randy Reddy. Let's go into Randy the, Reddy. Let's go into MLB a little bit. Oh, yo, I'll give you his counterpart, too. How about the big David West? David West. The, the big bird. They called him Big Bird coming out of the pen. Danny wow. Tartable. That one pitch. One pitch. One pitch, man. One pitch. One pitch. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there too. Because when they hired him, okay, I thought this guy was the biggest stiff ever. And I'll still say it. And I don't care what kind of success he had before or when he left. Gabe Kapler. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. I don't know if you realize this, and I know this came out a lot because Howard Eskin pounded this dude, but I don't know if you remember, and it's probably still up there. He had a blog, okay? He had a blog where he was talking about the various uses of coconut oil. Do you remember this weird story that went around when Kapler was hired? Yes. Okay, so I didn't refer to him as Gabe Kapler. To me, to my son, to all the friends, I just called him coconut oil because he was such a freak what he wrote on this blog and i'm telling you i gotta send you the link you gotta find it just do a google search because i'm sure it's still out there the <laughs> shit that he was talking about let your imagination run wild for a minute without me saying it so i don't sound friggin disgusting and come off like some creeper that's what he was suggesting that you should use coconut oil for he's the biggest fucking weirdo in the history of philadelphia was gabe kapler i couldn't stand that guy weirdo complete weirdo i'll read, tell read you the what. blog yeah, I, I I'll tell you what he was. And here here's here's another one. Strange big play man. slay. Yo, what's up, big play slay? Um, another one was how about the fact that he said he would watch MLB the show so he could learn how to make a lineup or use his players, emulating that. a video game that you're controlling, that you're controlling, Gabe. You're you're controlling that guy. Who says that? Look, you're a head coach. You're a head coach, and that's what you said. I said, yeah, it, it, Gabe. Gabe's got to be right up there, man. You didn't think Gabe. he got a? He didn't you think he got a big pass from Philadelphia fans? Don't you think we just gave this guy a pass as weird as he was and the things that he did? I, I, I I'll tell you what. I think it was because he was young, right? And it was he was the analytics guy, and everybody wanted to think that oh, you know what, this is going to be the new, the you know the new direction. This is going to be, and it just it just never it never happened. We we seen right through him. He went in, you know what he did, Mike. He went in and he nailed the interview, you know, because you heard him talk right because he was talking to boneheads in that interview, like Matt Clintack, okay, who right? He he's another guy, right? But. Again, what's this say? These are these are my baseball. These are my baseball teachers. I'm a football baseball guy. I'm a Dodgers fan, but not too extreme though. All right, what's up? These are my baseball teachers. I'm a what's football up, big play slay. What's up, big play slay? What, what do you got, buddy? Uh, thanks for checking in, man. We're talking about we're we're, we're just getting ready to get out of here. Got a couple of minutes, but we're talking about uh, some big play stiffs. From back in the day, with Gabe Kapler being number one, uh, I I think we yeah right. I think we just were like he's new and analytics, but dumb. <laughs> Rich says like all the week. Exactly, man. Stop with the. <laughs> <laughs>
or not, or send some here. Yeah. Whatever you got to do, man. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's spark up. But uh, <laughs> Jim Druckenmiller. Oh, well, pretty much helped me get into baseball more, rather. Uh, well, I can tell you what, Big Play Slay. Hit that subscription button, right? Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell because we do 100% have a baseball show called Diamond Talk that is going to be starting on April 1st. So those guys right there, Jeremy Horworth and J.D. Oracle, will teach you all you need to know about baseball. They'll be going. won't be live, but pre recorded, but it'll be on the YouTube channel. So check Definitely that out. Yeah, Big Play Slay. It'll be a good show. They already have two guests lined up. Major league, minor league baseball players. So, uh, real, really good stuff coming up. Uh, and <laughs> Al says, "How about the Candyman? <laughs> Candyman, nice candy." I think we're gonna end. actually we, we we need to end on the lay off the weed comment by Rich. You start to win tonight, Rich. Yes, you do win tonight, absolutely one hundred percent. But again, everybody, a great show tonight. We we kind of had an open mic forum. Uh, Wait, hold on. You guys are football fans, too. Let's go, Eagles. Hell yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, we'll be great friends now. You got it. Big play slay. Let's go. Yep, yep, yep. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles. Absolutely, 100%. Rich, we will lay off the weed. Great. We're not. I know what Rich is saying. All good. Open mic tight tonight. Tony Jigs, Hocatillo, Mikey Googs. Heat Ratio Sports, subscribe, follow, notify, check us out. Stay lo- uh, again. I'm not getting all confused because Rick, Rich with this lay off the weed comments. <laughs> it's right in my head. I, I can't even think straight right now. 100. percent Um. Yeah. Yeah. My big play slate. Absolutely. Come join us, man. We have we have a lot of fun on this show. Rich, love this show. We love you too, pal. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Thanks, Rich.